Hi guys, this week's Big Footy Podcast Extra comes to us courtesy of the guys from the Collingwood Board Podcast who have supplied this interview with Kate Carnell, the CEO of Beyond Blue. If you are one of the 3 million Australians who live with depression or anxiety or you would like to know how to assist people or you'd like to raise awareness and understanding, please contact Beyond Blue on their website at www.beyondblue.org.au or call them on 1300-22-4636. Okay, welcome to the podcast. I'm 76 Wooden Spooners, and I'm joined here today by Kate Carnell, who is the CEO of Beyond Blue. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Kate. Um, tell me, what team do you follow, and how do you think they're going this season? Well, interestingly, I'm a Collingwood supporter, but I grew uh, up well, in well. Brisbane, and I've always been a Collingwood supporter because my local team was the Sherwood District Magpies. And to oh, okay. show my esteemed age... I got involved in Collingwood when people like Twiggy Dunn came up to coach our juniors. Wow, okay. Uh, how do you think they're going this season? Oh, well, look, they're going. They're, they're, they're going well. Have their good weeks and uh, and not so good weeks, but I think they're going to come home with a full sale. Fantastic. Looking forward to that. Okay, Kate, we're here to have a chat today about depression. Uh, there's been a bit of publicity in the last week or so surrounding Harry O'Brien and uh, the issues he's come out with in the media. Uh, and amongst those issues have has been depression. Uh, now, obviously, we don't know any specific details of what Harry's going through, but um, let's let's just have a chat about depression in general. For an elite footy player like Harry O'Brien, he's having a fantastic season. He's been rejuvenated on the wing. Um, for him to come out with facing issues of depression, is that surprising? Look, it's not surprising. Depression and anxiety are, are incredibly common conditions. One in four of us will experience depression or anxiety at some stage in our lives. And of course, people who are under a lot of stress in their in their work or in their lives generally can find that uh, depression, anxiety conditions uh, end up just um, just occurring for no particular reason. But it can be just that those whole range of things that are happening in your life at some point can just become a little bit much. Okay. And what are the symptoms and what are the treatments? Um, the symptoms of depression are quite broad, but they run from not being able to concentrate, um, being indecisive, being sad a lot of the time, feeling like you're a failure, um, feeling a bit aggressive for some people, sick, run down, sleeping problems, changes in weight, either weight loss or weight gain. So they're quite broad ranging, but for all of that, if any of those uh, those symptoms are happening to you, it might be a good idea to uh, to seek some help. Okay. Is there any research to suggest that athletes are more or less predisposed to depression? Look, there's no suggestion that athletes are more um, predisposed or for that matter less, although we do know that physical activity um, is really important to uh, stave off depression. So for anybody who's, uh, who is depressed, um, regular exercise really helps. Okay. Now, for physical injuries, we've got a sense of how long they take to heal. So for example, a hamstring might take four to six weeks or an anterior cruciate ligament might take a year. Do we have any sense of how long depression uh, would, would take to heal? Look, one thing we do know is the earlier you get um, you get treatment, uh, the quicker it is to to get to get better to to recover. So for people who leave it uh, too long, it can be quite a long period of time. But get in early when you start feeling not your normal self, uh, unwell. Uh, treatment can be uh, very effective and quite quick. 
For some people, it can it can be a matter of weeks. So uh, it can happen quite quickly if you get in early. Okay. And for, for elite sports people, say somebody in Harry's case, um, do they need to wait until they're fully healed before they can return to the workforce, so playing footy games in their case, or um, should they wait until full rehabilitation before they compete again? Look, not at all. Work is a really important part of recovery. So for Harry, that's, uh, that's footy. Having the support of your mates, being able to get out and do something uh, you love is, is just absolutely essential to getting treatment back on, on to getting your, your treatment happening. Um, that said, um, Harry's got to feel uh, well enough within himself, you know, able to, to give it his all uh, before um, I'm sure he'll be comfortable or confident to be back on the field. But being back on the field will certainly help his recovery. Okay. So for somebody like Harry who lives in the public eye, what are your thoughts about him having gone public about this? Look, one of the things that we do know is talking about depression and anxiety um, really does raise awareness and reduce stigma. So um, Harry going public will have helped uh, many other people uh, have the, the confidence to do the same, to go and get the help they need. So Harry certainly helped lots of other people. From his perspective, <clears throat> though, um, it is better to talk about it than to bottle it up, and he's certainly spoken about it in a very, very public way. It's important for all of us now to get behind him and support him. He asked for the media to give him some space. That's really important. It'll be also important for the club, for his teammates and for his family to be there to give him the support that he'll really desperately need at this time. Okay, so for people who might be suffering with depression, is it important to make those around them aware of their condition? Look, it is important to talk to your family, to your, to your family and friends. And for those of us who might na notice a change in the behaviour of those close to us, it might be in the workplace, it might be a friend, it might be a family member, it's really important to listen to them, not to be uh, judgmental, and to support them in getting the help they need. So if you see a mate who used to, you know, um, come to the footy on Friday or Saturday, um, isn't coming now, somebody who's not turning up at work events, somebody who's just not the, the normal self, it's really important to get on the phone to find out if they're okay. Okay. So what advice would you have for people who think that either themselves or people around them might be suffering from depression? The first thing, the most important thing to do is to get more information. Now, you can do that by going to the Beyond Blue website. That's beyondblue.org.au or giving the Beyond Blue Support Service a ring, which is 1300 22 46 36. 70,000 odd people do that every, every year and they speak to a mental health professional. Um, they don't have to give their name, so it's anonymous and you'll get information about how to help yourself um, or somebody close to you. So important thing is to take that first step, get more information um, and then go along and see uh, your GP um, or um, other health professional. Okay, so we'll provide that website and that phone number with the podcast, so if people want to follow that up. Uh, that's been fantastic. Thanks for the chat today, Kate. Uh, we've been speaking with Kate Carnell, who is CEO of Beyond Blue. I'm 76 Wooden Spooners. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And that was Beyond Blue CEO Kate Carnell talking to 76 Wooden Spooners from the Collingwood Boards podcast, and we thank them both very much for allowing us to post this extra today. If you are suffering from depression or anxiety or you wish to know further how to help or assist people in that matter, 
please visit www.beyondblue.org.au or 1300 at double two four six three six. And a reminder that the Beyond Blue Cup will be coming up in a few weeks' time between Hawthorne and Collingwood.